No, Ray, I think we shouldn't stop. We don't know who he is. I said to my husband Ray when we were in the middle of an unknown road, completely unfamiliar with the place. We were in the middle of a dark woody forest and it was a winter night. It sleeted quite heavily, which made us barely give a glance of that man's face in the whiteout. Actually, we were out on a road trip to my in-law's house to surprise them on their 60th marriage anniversary. We had made this plan the night before we left for this trip. It was an all-of-a-sudden plan we came up with. And it was the first time we had made such a plan to drive through the unknown roads to visit my in-laws. And stopping for an unknown man, that too at cold, chilling midnight, didn't seem a good idea to me at all. But Ray wanted to help. As the man was old enough to cause any harm, and he shivered like hell standing with a stick, even unable to take a step properly. So... I couldn't stop Ray any longer. That old man was all alone in the woods and seemed helpless, so we came closer to him for help. And as we came quite closer, I noticed that. That man had a strange, deep, dark, black, alluring eye with an odd, pale skin tone. He had a menacing look, and I was startled with it. Even at that point of time, I wanted to stop Ray. By that time, Ray had already stopped the car and asked him if he needed some help. He told us that he was lost in the woods and wanted to go back to his place, which was somewhere nearby in the woods itself. But I found this man quite strange. As when we asked him how did he reach till such depth in the woods, he had no specific reason of his presence in there. And he even kept ditching our questions, saying he doesn't remember anything, and to drop him at his place as fast as we can. It was already 3am by that time, but I wondered... What this strange old man was doing all alone in the forest at such a freezing night? How can a family leave an old man in this dangerous dark forest that too all alone? And the most important thing, why was he acting so weird? Why was he avoiding our questions and falling out of conversations? I sensed something very wrong with this old man. The way he behaved, it wasn't normal at all. But I couldn't understand what exactly it was. What was it he was trying to hide from us? But anyway, Ray had decided to drop him to his house, so he asked him to sit in the car and we left towards his house. Meanwhile, I tried cracking a conversation to know more about this odd old man, but he was difficult to get into any talks. He acted as if he could not understand anything and kept staring at us with those deep, dark eyes. There was a strange silence in the car and it became very uncomfortable in there. We kept awkwardly quiet for some time, and within a few minutes he asked us to stop the car, as we had reached his place. It was a huge, peculiar manor the old man lived in, but it was quite bizarre. That place was awfully weird. There was a sudden drop in the environment, which felt freezing and unpleasant at the same time, maybe as it was deep in the isolated woods, completely covered in snow, and certainly, we came to know that. The man lived there all alone. Not even a single servant to take care of him. We asked him about the same, and he said that he had lost his whole family in an accident and lived there in remembrance of their presence at that place. I wondered how he survived without any facilities or any other person to take care of him. No shops, no neighbors, no medium of transport, nothing. Each and every detail I got to know about that man kept bothering me. 
It seemed as if he was lying to us and trying to make a fool of us. And, more apparently, I do not understand why was Ray believing him. It felt as if he had hypnotized Ray with his dark, deep eyes. Well, we dropped him and happened to leave from that place. When he asked us to stay with him that night in the manor itself, as it was quite late to leave at that point of time. But we denied, saying we were in a hurry and wanted to reach my in-law's house before dawn. But he somehow managed to convince us to grab a quick cup of hot tea with him. It seemed as if he didn't want us to leave from there, and having a hot tea break in such a chill air wasn't a bad idea. I wondered. So, further wasting any time, we took a quick drink with him. And left his house that very next moment without making any attempts to get into any talks with him. But as soon as we came back to our car, we found that all four tires of the vehicle were punctured. This was weird, as when we went inside his house, everything was fine with the car. And all of a sudden, how could all four of the tires of a car get punctured that too all at once? There was something unusual with that place. We inspected around and found that there were nails all around his house hidden in the snow. This whole thing didn't seem less than a trap to me. I even tried to warn Ray about this man, but he paid no heed to my observations and made fun of me, saying what this helpless old body could do to us. Ray was pretty sure that this old man was harmless, and he needed some help instead. Well, somewhere even Ray was correct, as he was too old to cause any harm to us, and there was nobody else except him in that house. I thought maybe he used the nails to protect himself from snoopers or burglars, so I too decided to relax and avoid overthinking about this whole scenario. And as it was quite late, and getting help this late at night was next to impossible, as even the mobile signals did not reach in that area, so we were left with no other option but to wait in his manor until dawn to get any further help. We decided to go back to his place, and wait there till the first ray of sun hits the ground, when we can approach somebody at the road for help. We went back to him and found him over-obliged to see us again. It seemed as if he was already aware about the fact that we were coming back to him. He was all prepared for it and offered us a separate room to spend the whole night in. But as I had decided not to overthink about it, I paid no deep to his actions anymore. We went inside the room, and as we retired within no time, we fell asleep. But a few minutes later I heard a strange noise coming from outside of my room, which woke me up from the middle of my sleep, and all of a sudden it came to my notice that Ray was missing from the bed. I even checked the washroom for my assurance, but there was no sign of him inside our room. I got alarmed with this whole state of affairs, of Ray not being in the room, and the disturbing noises coming out from outside. So I came out of the room in search of Ray, and within a few seconds I heard the same noise again, more clear and eerier this time. That spooky noise was coming out of the basement. I went down to check what exactly it was, and to my shock, I found my husband laying on the ground. His body had turned pale yellow in color, and he seemed lifeless to me and his blood scattered all over the floor. I saw a young man sucking his blood from his neck and eating raw flashes from his body. 
He wasn't that old man we met on the road. He was different. He was much younger as compared to him, but he wasn't a human for sure. He was a monster, in disguise of a man. He was a Dracula. And as I couldn't take control over my emotions, I screamed in fear. He turned around and saw me, as if it was my turn now. But to my shock, I noticed that he was the same old man we met on the road. But he had turned much younger this time. It was clear that he drinks people's blood to keep himself young and flourished. He was a bloodsucker who trapped people for his survival in the woods. The only reason he stayed all alone in that forest and didn't need any facilities as a normal human life would want. But what could I have done? So I tried running away from him. But he stabbed me with his huge wild nails at my back and tried taking hold of me with it. But somehow, I managed to escape from his place by hitting a vase kept on a table at his head, which made him bleed terribly. As I ran out, it was getting harder to walk in the snow, as I was bleeding dreadfully due to those huge cuts at my back. The freezing atmosphere outside made my legs numb too in snow, but somehow, I made it to the main road for help. He was still following me, and he was very quick in the snow, as if he wasn't walking on the snow, but just flowing over it. But I already made it to the main road by that time, where unfortunately I was hit hard by an object and fell on the road motionless. A few days later I found myself lying on a bed in the hospital. I had met with an accident on that day, by a car, and those people in the car had brought me to the hospital for treatment. The doctor said that I had been unconscious for the last 17 days and had lost a lot of blood from my body due to those deep cuts in my back. They speculated the cuts to be of a wild animal, and even I did not reveal the truth, as no one would believe me. They had no idea how I managed to survive this. It was no less than a miracle for the doctors in such a state. But what bothered me the most was not my condition, but the loss I suffered for not stopping Ray from helping that strange old man and neglecting my gut feeling about him. Even today, I curse myself for that freezing winter trip which left my life frozen over. <laughs>